made that sense. Nolo. Did you hear me hit that low note? No, oh, that was good. Cleveland Rock. Cleveland Rock. Cleveland Rock. How does it feel? We're we're we won the pennant, bro. I don't know. Honestly, I've, I'm in pure oh, man. I it's like I'm high 24/7. It's like since the Cavs once just like what what is going on in Cleveland? Well, yeah, what the fuck? It's so great. It's so <laughs> it's awesome. It's not even this it's is like, like it's just this year's just been amazing. Well, it's it's crazy to me. Like since I the obviously the Toronto, it's of course Toronto. Like what Toronto is to us is what we were to Boston like forever. Oh, like yeah, we just yeah. own that ass for Toronto. I know. There's nothing they can do to beat us. I'd be a sad Toronto <laughs> fan right now, and I would hate Cleveland. Seriously, I wouldn't. Fucking, like, oh, really? This is the time you're going to be good. Yeah. In 50 years, you're going to choose to be now to be good. Yeah. Right when we're good. Yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy how it, I honestly the, don't give a shit. The tides turn. Fuck Toronto. I don't care. Yeah, don't they have like a bunch of hockey championships or something? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. But hey, it feels good to be a Cleveland fan right now. It does. It feels amazing. It feels great to be a, just a fan of everything Cleveland. That's why we opened it up with some good old fashioned Cleveland Rocks by the presidents of the United States. That's wow. The, was that the band name? That's the band name. Do they have any other hits? Um, I would say no. Uh, considering, I feel like once you get the lead in a sitcom, like I thought they opening, had, then th- you're pretty much dead. Your career is dead. That's just my thought, though. They have maybe that's the Dead Presidents. That's a Nas song. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not so quite. a little different. Yeah. Presidents of the United States. That's not their only hit. I know it's not. You think so? Yeah. Get a quick, yeah. I'm getting a quick Google Quick search Google it. here. Yeah, so they clinched it tonight. They clinched it tonight. Amazing. Without Andrew Miller, which is awesome. Well, no, he did pop in there for a second, didn't he? No, yeah, he, he didn't. Did. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yes, he did. They t- I, did. I missed half of it, which is very upsetting. Peaches. Peaches. Moving to the country, going to eat, eat a lot, lot of peaches. peaches. Is that them? Yeah, I think so. Oh, man. Anyways. Well, that's a good song, too. Go them. Go them. They they survived the sitcom curse. Yeah. You could say. I guess. It's yeah. the same album. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if survived is the right word to use. Oh, they're sitting pretty. Oh, they made money, yeah. Drew Drew Carey paid cool. them. They got paid from Drew Carey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the royalties on that? It's amazing. Oh, it's great. It's was, great stuff. But they played a hell of a game tonight. Oh, yeah. Going back to the Indians? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 3-0 great. with... Uh, 
totally just blanked on the fucking pigeon. No, it wasn't. It yeah, was, three. No, it was three. It was three. Oh yeah, we shut him out. Shut out, dude. Well, it was getting close there, and then bottom of the ninth, he had Jose got that double there at the on the bottom of the ninth. That was a little scary. So Ryan Merritt dealt today. Oh, which I mean, he's here's pitched the, like here's, fifteen total innings his entire MLB career. Here's the Ryan Merritt because I'm pretty sure it was like three, four weeks ago he was pitching for the Columbus Clippers. Right. And he decided, hey, you know what? We're going to play you today. There we go. God, that's nuts for him. I think it was He Ryan did great. Merritt. He pitched a hell of a game from what I saw from the stats. <laughs> did you not watch the first half of the game? No. I was. We were now in Producer Natalie. Oh, yeah. Producer Natalie is in the house. In the house. He said, hello, Natalie. Hello. We were mobile for the majority of the day. Nice. So I caught maybe inning six on. Hmm. Hmm. But from Twitter, yeah, I was at I was at work, so I was following along. We had we had the game um, casting over the our like it's like a Bluetooth style speaker that okay. goes over the whole office. So yeah, we had yeah. it going the whole day, which was kind of fun. That's nice. The problem what they did there though is our office they played the game mm-hmm. in the kitchen, okay, or on someone's computer. I can't. Yeah, I think it was on someone's computer, but they played the game. Yeah, and. Then so the audio is all game noise, or the and the game announcers. It's not a radio announcer who can tell you like the pitch, the situation right, right, right. a little bit more frequently. They're right. like more color, uh, so it was a little tough to follow worst. along. Yeah, and we had one guy who's my buddy uh, Brian in the office that is diehard Indians. He's he's buying tickets to go to game one. Really? It's already um, it's well, already like set in stone. <laughs> well, he needs at least eight hundred dollars. I've already looked. I've looked them up right when he's got some guys for face. He said Ooh. he's got an N for face. Okay. Yeah. Well, have you already him. looked it up? It's already eight hundred. It's already eight hundred for standing. For standing. That's insane. Standing. Yeah. I told. I told him. I, I guarantee like, if if it if it ends up being the Cubs, that number shoots up. No. Like oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like crazy, it shoots up. Yeah. Who do you want it to be? I I mean, as an Indians fan or a fan of a semi fan of baseball. Uh, I think you should go. Let's do both. Um. As an Indians fan, I would rather face Los Angeles. You want that Clayton Kershaw two games? I do. Because we're going to lose two games. Two games. Need that's all. That doesn't give you a lot of room for error, bro. Well, I mean, who would you rather? Who would you rather go up against in the ninth inning? Who's trotting out there? Who for the Dodgers? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No one. I don't know. No one worth their shit. About baseball to really talk knowledgeably on it, but I just know Clayton Kershaw's a beast. Yeah, that's it. That's their. I mean, for the most part, that's their like the bulk of their pitching. Right. Nobody yeah. worth their shit. That when our offense is playing as good as they are. Right. And he has been shelled in the world or in the playoffs in the past. Yeah, he hasn't played. I mean, but he blanked the Cubs, man. He, but I think a lot the of their, wait is it? It's going on now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can d- double check let's, the score. Let's get a score real quick. Score update of what's going on there. But I'd like to play the Dodgers. The Cubs. Makes sense. The Cubs. I mean, I can't hate on you for it at no, all. No, I mean the Cubs are good. I just think they're not. Something's happening right now. I don't know what's going on. I haven't it's really got the zero cut. zero top four. Okay, see, is this game? What game? Game four. Yep. Los Angeles so is up 2-1. It's in L.A. Cubs. 
I would be having a tight asshole yeah, as a Cubs fan because I know the feeling for yeah, so long. It sucks. You're just that's, like, oh, we're so fucking close. Dude, and that's, we just why, can't do it. that's why I think the Indians are playing so well. I made this point the other day. Okay. They have that monkey off their back. Yeah. With, like, the, with the Cavs. Like, we, we, like we, don't, like we won. Like we, let's just go yeah, out there and like, play fucking ball. Yeah. Let's just go out there and play. Yeah. I mean, they're we down two enough. pitchers. They, they got, you know, Brantley's injured. First of all, Salazar can come back we just not using them until we have to yeah i, I think like. that's a good move we got to rely on our bullpen our bullpen's straight fucking nasty right God, now the grim reaper andrew miller andrew fucking miller yeah i agree you should he should have undertaker music come on seriously i think he should when he comes out from the from the bullpen play that undertaker music it is terrifying it is pretty intense. so intense i would love that though well, I think, but, I mean, as a baseball fan, I mean, who wouldn't want to see a fucking Chicago Cubs-Cleveland Indians World Series? It'd be a great series. It'd go for sure seven games, I feel. There's no way Chicago... I just think, like, when it comes to down to all this, sports, like, professionally, I think there's a greater power that we obviously have no control of that will make sure that it is a Chicago Cubs and Cleveland Indians World Series. Yeah. It's rigged. Yeah, it's not rigged, Jason. Jesus. Oh, do you don't think the NBA is rigged? No. Game six was totally rigged to the NBA Finals. Please. No, it was not. Yeah, I'm as a Cavs fan, I'm saying it's rigged. It was totally fucking. There are a lot of touchy feely calls being made. I hate you right now. I, I'm just saying, dude. I I love how it's the, not fucking rigged. You don't think baseball's rigged? No, there's too much money on the line between all the owners to make it fucking rigged. Okay. And jobs. Real jobs. Yeah. It's not rigged. It is not rigged. I'll go to my death saying it's not rigged. I don't care if I'm not woke enough. Easy, 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 easy. Okay. The only thing I feel like is halfway rigged is the NFL, just because there's so much betting money on it. Yeah, the NFL is fucked up. The NBA doesn't have... I mean, it's got big money, and the baseball's got big money in it, but the NFL's got huge huge money. money. Baseball's got... I mean... Ratings wise, yeah, I mean, but a flag in in a flag in football can mean forty yards sometimes if it's a pass interference call. Oh yeah, that's a game changing. Yeah. drive continuations right. in basketball, it's a fucking it's a point or two. There's only so much you can do, right? So I I truly don't think it's rigged. That said, I got something for you. I just think... For you and Andrew Miller. Oh. Oh, yeah. See, listen to this. Just the bells. Just like you, everyone goes completely silent in the stands, and then this comes on, and he just walks out. That's terrifying. That's <laughs> so fucking sick. <laughs> just... Stone Cold's glass breaks, right? Oh, yeah. No, he does the Coors Lights or Budweiser's. (laughs) Anyway, good old Undertaker. I don't know why you wouldn't, as a closing pitcher, possible closing pitcher. He's a middle reliever. Yeah, but... He's he's pitched in closeout situations, though, this year. He can close if we need him to. <sighs> It'll it, be a good series, man. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, which it's is exciting the same, as fuck. Which is the same night as the Cleveland Cavaliers are is their first game and the trophies. It's a ring ceremony and night. ring ceremony. 
It's yep. the game one game of the one. World Series, and then who are we playing the, opening night? Cavs. I have oh, no shit. idea. It's not the know. Warriors. No, no, they would no, not. No 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 no, 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 no. I think we don't play them until Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, it's probably this. Got to be a chump. I bet it's the Bulls. Dwayne Wade. That'd be kind of cool. I bet it is. Did you see uh, Derek Rose got off on his thing? Yeah. And he's like what? taking pictures with a jury. Oh my god, that was such a horrible look. If you haven't seen this, Natalie, so Derek Rose and a couple other people were indicted and went to court for Not indicted. Who's Derek Rose? Derek Rose got accused and brought to court of sexual assault, right. assault, or assault rape. or rape. Yeah, and he was found not guilty. <clears throat> and immediately after the ruling, he was um, found like posing with pictures with members of the jury. Yeah, and the judge said, uh, "Good luck this season. I'll root yeah. you on, except for when you play the Lakers." Right. Like it was super. Ugh, like ugh, that's not good. Good luck. <laughs> that's yeah. not a good look at all. Yeah, it, it's it not a great look. Yeah, but I mean, that's the system we live by. Yep. I don't know if he, I mean, I don't, the girl could be completely batshit and it was just like, this is a joke of a trial. Could be another duplicate situation. Obvious money grab. So, you know, we weren't there. Uh, They opened against the Knicks. Again? Yep. Oh, man, we're probably going to lose again. We somehow lose the Knicks. Yeah, we always do lose the Knicks on big games like that. What are you digging around there for? I'm trying to get a beer. It's just driving me crazy. I can't get another latch right now. All right, we got. Cavs later as a topic later in the day. Yeah. Um, well, we can. I mean, we can talk to to him right now. Now that we're already on him. Yeah, I'll, I'll need a beer. Sure. Thank you. Since the tribe decided to win, we decided to go with some Cleveland beers tonight. Oh uh, yeah. What you got there, Brandon? I'm going with the Great Lakes Nosferatu. Ooh. Imperial. 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 Imp- Imperial, Imperial red ale. Imperial. It's a great beer. You know what my favorite beer out of the Great Lakes um, lineup is? What is that? The Burning River. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know. Most people go like Dortmunder or... I mean, Dortmunder's Dortmunder's gold. Elliot Ness is a decent... It's a good beer. What's their IPA? I mean, which one? Yeah, how many do they have? There's there's a few. Well, there's Lake Erie Monster. That's their triple APA. Yeah, that's the one I've had a few times. Yeah, that's... I'll set you down. Yeah, I'll set you right down. Four max. <laughs> Only I would four. say three. <laughs> if you want to walk home... Oh, yeah. You want to be able to. Yeah. So you got the Nosferatu. How yeah. is it? It's good. It's a rich flavor, which I was a little surprised on. Oh, it's it good. is a, a, an imperial red ale. Yeah. Uh, what does it say on the side here? Don't be afraid of things that go hop in the night. Rich roasted malt flavors haunt the shadows of our imperial red ale's bitter teeth. So, yeah, definitely. Ooh, 8%. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Didn't know I was tipping that back. (laughs) But we're here today. Here we are. Ooh, wow. Maybe only need two or three of these boys. Okay, so I just noticed that mine is also a 7-7. Percenter. My gosh, Jay, going with the high percentage beers today. I didn't even really mean to. I floated over some booed lights just because it was a Cleveland's championship, and I thought we could just crush a few. Yeah, well. But yeah. Uh, apparently we're drinking. Well, I want to drink some Cleveland beers. I was one, my, my ears are a little warm now that I think about it. Well, you're yeah heating up, <laughs> Natalie. Well, I'm sipping on some Platform. Platform Brewery, based out of Cleveland, right there on right there in Ohio City. Great. Their cans. I know Platform. Yeah. 
We've had them on the podcast before. We have. We had the white merchant IPA before. Yep. Their Her. cans are reminiscent of Rheingeist. Um, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But I like the orange and brown and cream look. It's a cool. Yeah, ones. this is definitely. You're going to see these at, at the Cleveland Browns tailgate. I guarantee a million of them. Platforms. I had uh, platforms at a charity event for Dress for Success earlier this year, and uh, it was a tasting. Oh. Yeah, okay. so they, they were they were kind of just getting into Columbus, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they brought a bunch of their little trials, and so we got sure. to do, like, basically shots of uh, platform beer uh, throughout well, the I evening. Mean, it was good. good. It's good to try things like that out. Yeah, it's fun. But I got the Yammy Yammy Sweet Potato Ale. Sweet Potato Ale. Now, I, is it made with sweet potatoes? I Does it have a sweet potato flavor? Okay, so we have the ingredients, thank God, on the side, which nice. is nice that they do. The malt they use is Maris Otter. Munich Type 2 and Kara. Fucking don't know what that means. Nothing but. nothing like that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> the hop. <laughs> so now, I agree, Natalie. So now you're not, you're not, you're not too keen into the brewing game. I, 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 no. Well, okay. Jay, what word did you recognize on that? Um, I did actually recognize Munich Type 2. I've heard of that before. Okay. I don't know what the hell it is. The, I've heard I've of heard. Munich as a country, I believe, in Germany. Uh, city. City? city, yeah, in Germany. city in Germany, not a country, country in Germany. A country in Germany. I got it. I got it. Okay, yep, there I am. Hey. That's the eight percent talking. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. I did. I I've heard of it before. I don't know what it is, or the. I just don't. I I've heard of it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. The hops, Magnum. I have heard of those hops before. Those are intense. The yeast is an American ale yeast, and the uh, adjunct. I'm going to say just the adjunct means just extra flavor, obviously. Is sweet potato, molasses, and a spice blend. Adjunct. Mm. Adjunct. Adjunct professor is like a temporary professor. I think that, like, so temporary flavors? I don't know. So this is might be like a like a series. Uh, I don't think that might be it. Sweet like potato, molasses? Sweet potato, molasses, and spice blend. Mm. That's the adjunct. It's probably like the final ingredient that they put in to give it a more robust flavoring. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. It's not the base of the beer. It's more of the finishing, sure. the garnish of the beer. You probably start learning this. The garnish of the brew. Yeah, you need to learn this, Jay. I probably should start learning more Seeing of this. Seeing that you are now in the industry. I am. More. Very exciting news. Yeah. You, you you announce it. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to announce it on the air. Not officially announced. I guess I am officially announcing it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> so for the past about year and a half, I've been working with a local cantina here in Columbus. It's a great, great restaurant organization. They've taught me a shit ton about just everything about this sort of industry, whether it comes to like like alcohol distribution or just anything for the most part. They're great. It's a great organization. They're growing like crazy. Um, I've decided to get out of it due to just a change of lifestyle and start just kind of tired of working Get into a more nine to five more nine to five type thing i'm tired of kind of working one to 11 p.m every night it's yeah it's just kind of not my or until 6 a.m or until 6 a.m sometimes which is not very fun also so i'm looking to get maybe slow it down a little bit i'm getting a little old my knees are getting busty i'm old and busted <laughs> Jeez, accelerated! I'm old. You're and young and vibrant, ready to go to earn this for the new company. Jay. I am. No, it's the attitude you need. I'm saying I'm old and busted. Not old and busted. I'm ready old. to fucking crawl into my grave. I'm old and busted. Put on a banana peel because I can't be closing bar down anymore. He That's talks about that shit a lot, though. Old and busted. <laughs> I'm old, Natalie. I'm, I'm old. old. I'm old. 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 
old, old. So Market Garden Brewery is a brewery based out of Cleveland, and they are wanting to start distributing here in Columbus, Ohio, and it is, they've been so kind as to offer me a position as their sales representative. That's awesome. For the Columbus Market, which is very exciting. Congratulations. It is a great brewery. When I lived up in Cleveland, I've frequented there. A lot. Do they have a trendy like tap room? Oh yeah, area. Uh huh. But it's really like well done. Oh, it's beautiful like natural woods. Yep. that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've seen pictures. I think I took some uh, pictures of that. It's, for some inspiration. It's so great. Okay. It's um, <clears throat> it's a great brew pub that started a, uh, a few years ago, and they've just been blowing up like crazy. And they just got done building a massive distribution facility to do this on a large scale. Awesome. So it's. Very exciting stuff. I'm so Good to get in on semi the ground floor there. I'm so excited to be part of the team and to just get down to it. Start working. It's going to be great. Making some money for you, making some money for the company. Woo, it's going to be awesome. I can't That's wait to about. get some Market Garden here in Columbus because it's a really, really, really badass brewery. They got some sweet stuff. That's what's up. Congratulations, very, dude. Thank you. It's very exciting. So, heels, yeah. Yeah. And if you're up there. Enjoying the Great Lakes, the platforms of the world, mm-hmm. and now your company. Yes, the Market Gardens. The Market Garden. Yep. Uh, you can maybe take in the Indians and Cavs first uh, or big night, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, Is it October 25th? What, like next week, next Tuesday? Yeah. Um, I will not. I have to finish out my two weeks with local canteen, and that will be taking up the time. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Because our trip to Cleveland, Cleveland, November sixth, mm-hmm. November sixth. Yep. So I have the seventh off. Yes. So I took the seventh off. It's proved. Um, yeah. First day off with my company. Hey. Hey. Four months in. That's crazy. That is crazy. Four it, months. It's <laughs> yeah. been four fucking months. Hot Are you damn. serious? Yeah. Just about. You the king yet? No. Right. I'm giving a nice uh, presentation, hopefully, uh, November 10th. Good. It's exciting. I'm excited. Very excited about it. i got to get some work done next week Ooh. on that. Okay. A lot of work. A lot. I'm going to be doing some late-nighters. Alrighty. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. But uh, Saturday, i got to finish up some freelance for uh, Macy Michael, who's putting together a nice little website, That's and I'm awesome. helping her with that. She's so, perfect. You know, she's an amazing girl. Very, very well-rounded and nice person. So. Very great. Can't wait to help her out. But anyway, I was just looking at the hitting batting averages. I'm, I'm distracted right now. That's fine. Uh, Francisco Lindor might be my p- favorite player on the team. He Are is you, my favorite. I'll go out and say he's my favorite. Say, oh, wow. See, I don't know if I'm He is bad to the bone. Dude, dude. Did you see is, him making those freaking plays today? He, dude, Lindor is bad ass. He's so athletic. He's crazy. It's smoother than silk. He's quick, man. Um, and then uh, Jason Kipnis. Is batting 167 in the postseason. Hmm. Not good. No. That is literally worse on the team. What is going on? For the on? postseason. Hey, but he's made it count when it counts. Listen to these couple numbers. homers. He's had a couple homers when it counted. Listen to the top of our, our – oh, yeah. Uh, our top of our hitting averages are Brandon Geyer, Francisco Lindor, Lonnie Chisenhall, oh, Jose see, Ramirez, Coco just... Crisp. Like Tyler Naquin, and then you get to fucking Mike Napoli, who's like a better known. Right. But I feel like Mike Napoli, Roberto Perez, no one thought much of him. No, he if was he a, could just he was contribute. Like a, he was like a be, lost product, project 
for the most part. Yeah. And he was kind of Well, it was supposed to be Jan Gomes. He was. Well, and he, then he shit the bed oh all year. God, Jan. When they, when they did I the. I miss Jan Gomes so much. The he was sacrifice so of the chicken. Seriously. Earlier this year. <laughs> did you forget about that? I forgot all about that. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? No, it's about? the exorcism of Jan Gomes. Uh, and he likes, oh, I'll my God. It, it was t- t- so Tell Natalie fun. what it is. So basically, all right. So it came from Major League for the most part. No, it absolutely came from Major League. Yeah. So Jan Gomes was having like a really bad stretch. He was just like playing like it's really called a slump. It's a slump. He was playing like shit, and like everybody, like obviously people see when you play like shit in baseball. Like it's very noticeable when one player that's supposed to be playing really good plays like total shit. And for the so they gathered the entire organization for the, like the entire like the entire team to perform an exorcism of Jan Gomes, get the demons out of him to try and help him. Play better, and is this real life or a movie? No, this, this is, real, is life. real life. This is real life, but they based it off of major a, league. Of so major league. in major league, there's a guy named uh, Serrano. Serrano, who is this large black uh, Caribbean Caribbean gentleman who can just hit the shit out of the ball, but he can't hit the curveball. Can't hit the curveball, and so he would all do these all these like voodoo rituals. He had this little guy named Jobu. That he, like, prayed to. And so he had all these idols in his locker. They pray pray to Jobu here. On my last Instagram, I have, like, the snake that's coming out. And that's that's Serrano praying to Jobu. He had, like, all this stuff. Before the playoff games, he'd be like, I don't know what's going on. Serrano wants to sacrifice a chicken. Serrano yeah. <laughs> like, wants to sacrifice a damn chicken out there. In the locker room. you telling me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. I was going to say, I know one person that can hit a curveball, and that's Jesus Christ. <laughs> you tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. That is ill. That's <laughs> actually two inches to your freaking curveball. <laughs> got all these it. ointments all over him. I yeah, we got to watch Major League. Major League. I yeah, Major League so tonight. damn good. It's such a good fucking movie. Um, anyway, so... So these guys, obviously, this is a very popular movie. It's like a, it's it's just like a rite of passage as an Indians fan yeah. that you have to watch it. And then as a baseball fan in general, it's yeah. very popular. It, yeah, I, it's, it's based off the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, on how bad they are, how bad they were, <laughs> and they they sucked. So they had this like incredible season where they come from behind. Anyway, so Joe or uh, Serrano always did these these rituals rituals where he would try to get hats for bats and all this stuff to try to get him to hit the curveball. <laughs> And so, Young Gomes, our catcher this year, was batting like under a hundred average, which means like he gets a hit one out of ten times he goes to the plate. It play, was really bad, which is fucking miserable. And so they to try they they perform this ritual. An they were all in the They're all locker in room together. The videos that like it's so funny. I'll bring it up here. Let me see if we'll get the audio here for our listeners. But Natalie, you can watch it. All right. Look at all dressed up. Holding an exorcism for their teammate, Jan Gomes, who is struggling. Oh, what? What is this, boss? God. What? Oh, here it is. And not condemn him any further. In the name of Joe Boo, amen. Will it work? I have no idea. So they... They're, they're all, all like, like have pinatas and fucking capes, capes, helmets, and then he <laughs> takes a knife and slaps a chicken in half. Oh, yeah. An actual raw chicken. They have like ketchup all over it. Yeah, not like a re- not, not like a a, real. it's a Got real it. chicken, but Got not it. a live chicken. Got yeah. it. It's like a like a rotisserie. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> God, that's yeah. when I think I knew that this team was a little special. I was just like, God, that's there's what something I'm different. Yeah. The there's... bond. I think there's nothing can be. 
Uh, like, they all love each other. Yeah, exactly. It's they all want a true wanna, team. They all want to win together. Mm-hmm. You can see it. Like everybody, like is like hugging each other. Like oh, after every like great play, it's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Especially you, Lindor and Kipnis, they are a badass combo. Second field man. <laughs> Did you see where Linda Lindor snaked that uh, in in? field uh, fly ball from Kipnis. Yeah, I did see that. that and then like, Kipnis ran at him like he wanted yeah, to kill him. Right. And Lindor's lap back laughing at <laughs> him. <laughs> I think that was game three. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was game three. Oh, man. They're a fun team. They're a fun team to watch. It's a fun team, and, you know, where you got a shot at it, four wins. That's all you need. Four wins, First man. First of four. That's all we ask and for we got a break. Shot. And we got a break. We got a much needed yeah, break. Nice. We can rest up that bullpen, rest up those starters. Yeah, and... right. They're getting wasted tonight. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Tonight they they're are. getting wasted. <laughs> they don't have to play till Tuesday. So yeah, baseball you go tonight. Time, baseball part of time, that's like a month away. Yeah, but you recover tomorrow, do some walkthroughs, scout, watch the games. I mean, they're going to have two games to watch on these guys. Right, no. And they're going full throttle. They're not going to be, be hiding any of their stuff. So. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, World, let's get another. another uh, World Series quick. baseball. Update. Okay. What happened? Four zero, Cubs. Oh, top four. See, dude, the mm. Cubs are Cubs are good. I know, but you don't think that pressure is going to be mounted to the max? Seriously. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I hear you. I hear you. I just don't want to fly to fucking L.A. for three games. I'm not really. Concerned I don't think about we'd that. ever come back from that. I think we're. What do you mean? I like the short flights to Chicago. Yeah, those are nice. For the team, right. I'm saying. It's no, a big difference. No, I don't. No, it's it a is, big difference. It is a big difference. You lose time and you got to just travel time in general. Yeah. That shit. But then guess what? They got to travel here too. And their shit's all fucked up too. Yeah. We're hosting. We have the first two games. And the last two. And the last fucking two. That, how badass is that? That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So hopefully. Good vibes. Good vibes. Um, speaking, speaking of some other good vibes. I, mean, I was going to say, we got to get into Ohio State football yeah let's check the time yeah that's what i want to do let's check the time all right we're half hour in we can we can run on we can do 50 minutes yeah we can do we got about 10 50 minutes worth yep um so buckeyes are rolling buckeyes be rolling (sighs) it was a little nervousome a little shaky little shaky the other night (laughs) so our one of our great friends Corey hartfield got married congratulations Corey. congratulations Corey. Corey hartfield and carrie wright Overall, I would say the speeches were a C minus. Wow, <laughs> that is harsh. The wedding uh, procession. What do you call it? Recital. Reception. No recital. No, no, recital. Like where you coming down the aisle? Ceremony. Ceremony. Ceremony yeah. A plus. Well done. I thought. Really? Beautiful setting. We were there a little late. I was gonna say you're gonna act like we were there on time. No, we weren't. I'm saying. Thank you, Brandon, for. I'm going to have you admit Gil on that. Yeah, it was my fault, 100%. Thank you. Didn't have a shirt, had to p- stop it, and I'll let you get one. I looked damn good, though. You look great. <laughs> at the price of just seeing the I do's. <laughs> we did see more than the we I saw, do's, we saw, more, we saw more than the I do's. We, we, we were just we saw a the little vows. tardy. We, we saw the vows. A little tardy. A little tardy, fashionably. So we get there, and they... We only saw about five minutes of the ceremony. Yeah, no, we, yeah, which was good. Saw them kiss, say their vows, yeah, and uh, headed over to the reception. Party started. Started cranking up the old Budweisers. Yeah, I know you were into the gin and tonics. I was for some reason drinking gin all night. I've been on a gin kick recently. Hmm. I don't know why. I went on one after graduating college. 
I'm and getting, then it, I, it's, it tapered fast because uh, after you get one time, all you need is two, one too many of those gins. And you wake up the next morning thinking, first of all, my breath smells like pine salt. Yeah. Second, <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I need to go back the to sleep. The liquor is bo- bored, bored, bored. Liquor board? No, liquor like has drilled a hole in your brain oh, where yeah, it's yeah. like you're fuzzy throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's the worst. So I stay away from them. I stick to the the beer and the wine these days. Oh yeah, I just want. I normally have a system when it comes to weddings, when it comes to my alcohol consumption. But I just said nix the system. Let's just get, let's get lit. Let's get lit. We did get lit. Saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in a long time. Glass all. Yep. Good seeing them. Good seeing them. So uh, Corey, I guess the moral of the story is that Corey had his wedding at a place that didn't have a TV, and. On this specific Saturday night was the Ohio State Wisconsin game. It was, and that is a very big game this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. The biggest, second biggest, the biggest. Michigan. Well, okay. To, I'm saying to this. Oh, point, to date, yes. Michigan's always the biggest game. To huh? date, yes. This is to date. This has been the biggest game. Okay. So to date, this is the biggest game, and we stayed. We stayed. We stayed. We stayed as long as we possibly could. Halftime. Was it halftime? No, we left in the middle of the third quarter, I thought. Like, no, we left at halftime, got there at the start of the third quarter. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. We were drunker than I thought because I remember maybe overtime. <laughs> I, that's all I really remember, too. Uh, I remember <laughs> overtime. That is <laughs> it. I remember, I remember over- leaving in the car and listening to some music. I don't remember that. I don't we, remember uh, first the car all, ride at all. I would like to say we did not drink and drive. Yep. Our good friend Olivia. Shout out to Olivia. Shout out Olivia. Who will be who will definitely be listening, I hope. She's yeah. definitely listening. She's Shout one of out. our most avid fans. Thank you, Olivia, for being one of our best fans out there. She came and picked us up after she got off work or some shit. I don't know what she was doing. She's Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she found us, got us in the car, transported us back to Jason's home. We were supposed to go hang out with Smiley, but that didn't work out. Okay. That's what we, we were supposed to do. We were supposed to do that. But See we his did, new pad. We decided that. I haven't that apologized yet. We, we decided that. So we go. Our whole house was the best. It was our final destination. Final destination. And for Olivia everybody. wanted to drink, and it made more sense. It really did. Yeah. She wanted to party. So. We partied. I did. Feel bad, feel bad about changing our minds literally midway in the drive, but whatever. It happens. It happens. It um, happens. So we get back. And we watch the shit show unfold of what was the fourth quarter, I guess. Bro, I wish, you know, to be honest, I can't talk much on this because I, I don't, I don't really, really remember, remember a lot of it. I just remember. <laughs> All I remember is overtime. I remember overtime and just being stressed out for it. I well, remember being on one knee the whole time. Urban was, elected for the field goal. I was. T-bowing for the most part the whole time. I had no shirt on it. <laughs> in your parents' home. <laughs> Did you? I don't remember that. Are you serious? Yeah, your uncle and your dad went outside because you guys were being too loud. Oh. Well, every other word was like, fuck this, fuck that. I'm pretty sure, too. It's causing <laughs> a scene in my parents' house. I had no shirt on. I had to go get the Buckeyes out of... Olivia's Which dark. turned the game around. It did. It won I the game. I swear to God. It won the game. It told Olivia's buck buck necklace won us the game. So I have a, a severe superstitious personality. <laughs> I don't, if you know me, <laughs> you, you guys have a disorder, uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, we're we're Ohio fans. We're extremely superstitious. So I never, as long as I can remember, have ever <laughs> not had my Buckeyes for. 
an Ohio State game. That's not a guaranteed victory. You, we've been to a couple weddings that you think we've missed it all together. You don't think we've ever missed a Buckeye game all together at not being being at a wedding? No. Okay. Well, never mind then. I, I always just, followed along. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. I was wasn't sure. I, I'm just I saying, as long as I can remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've always had a Buckeye necklace. Right. I'll tell you the one first time first that time. I noticed something happen. Yeah. At Michigan State. Okay. Not at Michigan State. I apologize. At the Big Ten Championship game versus Michigan State, when we Urban Meyer's second year. When we went. We, we went to the game. You didn't have your beads. No, I did have my fucking beads, Jay. Oh, they broke. They broke. They broke. I remember that. A fight between two random people. Actually, it wasn't random. It was Ohio State and Michigan State fan. Yeah, Broke that. out in the galley of Lucas Oil Stadium. The game didn't even start yet. I remember this. I was not involved in the fight whatsoever. I go to duck away. Somehow, I like hold on to my necklace as I'm moving away, oh God. and it just disintegrates in my hand, and I'm just collecting <laughs> Buckeyes everywhere. <laughs> Why do we been drinking for a very long time? And we go sit down in that stadium, and I have never been so devastated. I already knew the outcome. Before it even started. I know why we're going to win this game. And my yep, we're absolutely on. not going to win the game. <laughs> we <So> did. <laughs> and we lost horribly. <laughs> I know. Bad play calling by Urban Meyer. Yeah, that was a bad one. That oh, was a bad my one. God. <sighs> Last year when we lost to Michigan State. <laughs> we just get owned by Michigan State. <laughs> I, we don't. We own them. Overall. Yeah, overall. And it's pretty much split the last few years. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Recently. But we had the tailgate disaster of 2015, which gonna, is why I'll never tailgate again we're not with any of my friends. We're not bringing it up. <laughs> we're not bringing that up. And I don't want to have to start screaming again. I know. Not talking about it. It's point of contention between us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, we're, we're done. Fucking talking about it. <laughs> so, Buckeyes are needed. Buckeyes are needed. So I had the... We did not have my jersey because I was at the damn wedding. Didn't oh, have yeah, my yeah. Buckeyes because yeah. at the damn wedding. Yeah, the, the damn wedding. Our damn best friend's damn wedding. <laughs> and then Olivia oh, yeah. saved the day with her Buckeyes she in her car. I take off my shirt because I can't have anything but Buckeyes touching my shoes. <laughs> and we watch out. And what do you know? We tied up in know? the we fourth quarter. And, and then we whooped their ass in overtime. Yeah. So done. So superstition comes reality. Yes. Let's look at some stats, shall we? Ohio State stats? Yeah. Okay. Ohio State and Wisconsin, if you want to go that way. Well, I was going to say, well, we can talk about how Mike Weber's slipping a little bit on our... I know, 46 yards. For our any up. <laughs> oh, that drops. 46 yards is not even like... That's an unacceptable game. For <sighs> on your, the road at for night your sake, against Wisconsin. How do you think he's going to do next week on the road against Penn State? I think he goes off. This is the game I call we're going to lose, which is really frustrating. I know. I you did I'm, call this. I've called two things for college football this year. Well, I mean, besides their bets, I called two things this year. One of them has come true. What's that? Michigan State's going to suck this year. Yes, you did call that, and I do give you credit for that. That was crazy. All right, here's what he's at. You ready? Let's hear it. So far this season, Weber's at... Uh, 94 attempts, 612 yards. 600 total yards. 612 yards. Okay, 612 total yards. His games have gone 136, 92, 123, 144, 71, 46. 
So well, he's got to pick it up. What's the schedule look like? We got Penn State. We've got. I'm just asking. I'm just wondering whose defenses are. I know. I know. So we, so we got it. All right. So we have to play Penn State. We have to keep playing Michigan State. We have to play Michigan. We have to go to Michigan State. Even if Michigan State sucks this year, that's going to be at least close until halftime. Right. Hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. They got. They allowed 50. Michigan State allowed like 50 something points against Northwestern. Who we play at home next week. We play Northwestern at home next week? Yeah, at 3.30. Damn. So we go at Penn State night out or white out at night. Are we going to wear white gonna again? Be a fu- yeah, they mm-hmm. always do the white out <laughs> fucking shit. No, are we going to wear white? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, show them we, up. As we do the jump around in yeah. Wisconsin when everybody jumps around. Yeah. yeah that's why we're badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we do at Penn State, home Northwestern, home against number eight Nebraska. Now I do have an in on tickets if we want to go to that. Ooh. But here's a caveat to that. Okay. It's November fifth. That's the day before the Cleveland, Cleveland game. Yeah, so we probably can't do it. What do you, why? why? Because it's at eight fucking o'clock at night. Oh yeah. No. Which means we would have to be totally stone cold sober, which I'm fine with doing. At midnight. At midnight? <laughs> <laughs> well I mean no, you guys. Nah. If you started, you'd never stop. No. Yeah, no, and they I'd sell beer sh- in the stadium. Yeah, man. definitely no, no. Yeah. I'll watch it at home. Yeah, I'm going to one game this year. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. which is setting up to be the. <laughs> it's setting up to be one two. Yeah, it's gonna be one two by the end of the year. <sighs> like one, like one two, one. Right two. now it's two three. Well, yeah, but you got to think who's Alabama going to lose to. I don't know. I think they're going to lose. Because Nick Saban always loses one game every year. But he shouldn't. They whooped Tennessee's ass. What a oh, joke. I'm, so, I'm actually I was so kinda, over Tennessee. I was, I was actually really. God. I was actually. <laughs> blessed. That's the one game. <laughs> that's the one time I was happy to see Alabama win and I, blow someone out. I, know. I was just like, they, they just fucking got. I'm tired of Tennessee talking shit that yeah. they're good. I hate Tennessee. Probably. Oh, God. It's honestly a hate between Alabama and Tennessee, but I don't even care because we beat Alabama, so I'm going to go, fuck. <laughs> and I care because they won the championship last year. They, uh, that is shitty. And that was our championship. That was, win. we should have fucking, that's our, but whatever. That's our fault. That's, yeah. Tennessee's a very close second because every year they're supposed to be really good. And watch this. I guarantee Tennessee loses three more games. I'll call it. Yeah, and then win their bowl game by like twenty points against right. some fucking random ass scrub. They'll probably play against Colorado, Iowa. Yeah, it's like no shit. You're gonna be Iowa. Everybody fucking beats Iowa Every, in bowl season. They never win. It's yeah. so frustrating. My God. Anyway, but Bucks are so Penn State, Northwestern, Nebraska, Maryland at at Maryland at Michigan State. Maryland might be the fucking trap game. You think Maryland? What, what's their record? What, what, what is their record? They're not ranked. They're no, awful. They're it's decent. Maryland. They're no. I have no worries, bro. That's like a Purdue. We are not even. Oh, don't even bring up Purdue. That we're done losing a fight. That was a Trestle thing. Trestle always lost to Purdue. Not always. Sometimes lost to Purdue. Urban almost lost to him. Almost. <laughs> I'm just saying, it took a hell of a comeback by Kenny G. Oh, Kenny Guyton. God, I miss Kenny close. G. Okay, for, dude. I'm. Yeah, Purdue had the stretch of, of like, in eight years, they beat us three times. Like, that was <laughs> fucking really weird. I don't know what was going on in that situation. Drew Brees for one of them. Uh, yeah, no, Drew Brees was in, like, the fucking... 
2002. When the hell was Drew Brees there? I don't know. But regardless, uh, yeah, that is, I guess, right. So, um, no. Purdue is, I think we, we're not even competing for the same recruits, and I know that's a dumb excuse, but there's no way. I don't see Maryland beating us. I think Wisconsin. Here's we're, why. We're this, at home I against don't see Nebraska. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I know. I'm sorry. I haven't said that. You said trap game. I said it could be a trap game. I never said that they were going to beat us. If I pick the score right now, it'd be 42-18 Ohio State. Right. But I'm just saying, you're going home versus number eight Nebraska night game, then at fucking Maryland, and guess what your next two fucking games are? Michigan State, Michigan. Exactly. Yeah. Oof. So you're telling me that's not a trap game? No. It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the Michigan game is the one I have circled right now. I'm so even if we, cr- I'm so pumped. Even if I, we lose, uh, even if we lose versus Penn State, I don't see us losing. I don't see us losing Michigan. Dead serious. I I feel like Urban's in Harbaugh's head. I seriously do. They're gonna be coming for blood after we wax that ass like that seriously. last year. Er, you know Jim Harbaugh's got that game circled a million fucking times. Yeah, they times. practice every day for it. That's fine. As Let them. We. Let them. Let them. Yep. Let them fucking do it. I'm not scared of Jabril Peppers. I am not scared of him either, for the record. Or that douchey six eight quarterback. I want that on we'll record. We'll split that mother S and half. I don't even know who that is. Spate? It, yeah. Where is he from? I don't know. He Sam. needs one good freaking just Nick Bosa line drive, and he'll be fucking done for the I'm game. talking about a Sam Hubbard line drive more than anything. Just helmet right into your sternum. Can't breathe for a minute. That bitch. Oh, I can't wait. God, it's gonna be so awesome. It's gonna be so fucking awesome. Woo! I'm pumped for it. I'm so pumped for the Michigan game. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Oh man. What sucks is I'm gonna be blacked out by 9:30 a.m. It's a noon game. That's the that's the really shitty part. I know, of it. and I'm gonna be into the room early. What the fuck, man? I'm gonna. Look, I think I'm gonna watch that in the comfort of my own home. You think? So I don't get in trouble. I'm going to be in public, so I will get in trouble. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to watch ne- that. I might need. At B-Dub's house or my house, I'll do a grill out at I my house, start... and I'll stick right there and maybe go to Marshall's. And that way they can just shit me off to my bed. <laughs> they know where to take me. Yeah. I, Anyways. I might need to start saving up some. Listen to this. Tickets for, um, what's Natalie doing? Producer Nelly's left the building. Not the building. She's laughing downstairs at something. Who knows? Uh, Saturday, November 19th, Michigan State at Michigan State. I wouldn't mind making the trip up there because tickets right now, 26 bucks. Michigan, wait, Michigan at Michigan State? No, 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 no. Ohio State at Michigan State. Oh, $26? Yeah. (laughs) Really? 6,000 available. Oh. (laughs) Great fans they have, aren't they? Yeah, get a little rut in the road, and all of a sudden nobody shows up to your stadium. Please, when we were seven, fuck you guys, we, we were, God, you posing bitches. We were seven and seven. We sold out every stadium. Six and seven. I was there. I had season tickets that year. You Suck. did have season tickets in the one year. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That did suck for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, David just texted me. Are you trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Seriously, you trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? We should take a break. Yep. What do you yep. think? I got yeah, a song me, for us. Let me see what time we're at. Oh, we're no, we're. Let me way see past. what time we're at. Forty-seven minutes. Yeah, let's take a break. Halfway break. through. We're gonna play a little something real quick for y'all. Maybe I got an ad real quick. Oh, okay. you're adding it up. 
Add it up. You're not hitting that Spotify? No, because this song is off the grid. Shit, hold on. Damn, I fucked it up. God damn it, Jason. It's YouTube. Here we go. We're good. What are you playing? We're good. Why don't you announce the song? No, because it's, it's... We got it. All right. Only Clevelanders know it. back man good song choice i haven't heard that before cleveland love man 
Yeah, it's all about the clay tonight. It's always about the clay tonight. Oh, great stuff. Hello man. from the other side. Um, must, oh, she was just. Where was? Where did Alex Couch just go see her at? Nashville, I believe. Is that Nash Vegas? God, I love Nash Vegas. Hello from he, Hello from the other. Hello. No. No. <laughs> no. Hello. No. Not there Hello. No. Not there <laughs> you kind of had something at the well, beginning. No. no. You don't have it. No, not tonight. It's okay. <clears throat> Hello from the other side. Yeah, I don't so, have it either. So during the wedding that we were at most recently, we our good friend David brought an interesting topic up to oh, us. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You remember this? Yes, 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 yes. The yes. Mandela effect. Yeah. So, Brandon, give us a quick rundown of what the. So Mandela yeah, like is. well, you you kind of announced who brought it brought it to us. All right, your cat's gonna. I know. Ruin I got, the day. Is he jumping out? Nope. We got a road cat in the room. Why don't you just set him outside and then close the door? Oh, he's meowing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh no! Uh, be nice. Okay. Well, we're back. So, David brought to yeah. attention a interesting, it would be called, is it a theory? A conspiracy. I would say a conspiracy theory. It's a, consp- it's a conspiracy. Yeah. So, it's called the Mandela Effect. And I'm just going to give you a brief, an about from MandelaEffect.com. So, it's probably a little biased. I don't know how much... I'm sure there's some Reddit threads on this shit somewhere, but this is our brief understanding of it. This is, for the most part, all we know of it. Right. We don't know too much. So the Mandela effect is what happens when someone has a clear memory of something that never happened in this reality. Right. It's nuts. So a clear memory of something that never never happened in this reality. So it goes on to say, many of us, mostly total, total strangers, remember the exact same events with the exact same details. However, our memories are different from what's in history books, newspaper archives, and so on. This isn't a conspiracy. We're not talking about false memories. Many of us speculate that parallel realities exist, and we've been sliding between them without realizing it. Right. So that's that's where it gets a little trippy. Right. It's like, it's nuts. Others favor the idea that we've been, that we're each enjoying holodeck experiences, possibly with some programming glitches. In my opinion... These aren't mutually exclusive, which makes sense. So he's saying that either we are living in parallel universe, okay, which kind of makes sense, and that we're slipping right. between, I mean, we're slipping in that. and out of one reality from the other. It's raining. It is raining. Raining outside. Or I believe a holodeck experience is almost like the Matrix, right? Kind of where we a, have a distinct programming, we're all here for a purpose, and we're running that programming throughout our lives, and these are just some like deja vu style glitches. Okay. So this website that we're on is about real alternate history and possible explanations for this phenomena. Right. So some big ones that I thought were interesting. When you talk about things that and this is talking about things that people hold as truths. Right. People will say that, like, no, this actually happened. Almost when, go like, to your grave to say. Right. But, such as the one I brought up. Right. Which, which, which spurred this conversation was that the Monopoly man had a monocle. Oh, yeah. He does not have a monocle. It, 
That's yeah. not really like a blows your mind when you first hear that. But right. if you look his ass up, he does not have a mo- right. monocle. I'm actually going to do it right now. That's not really like a like a. I guess not like a, an event or anything, but like it's just like a thing that a lot of people. Yeah, everyone believes to be true. Right, everyone believes to, a lot of people believe to, to be true, but in is in fact not not true. true. Right. Yeah, that is nuts. I forgot all about that. But, like, where did that come from? That the Monopoly Man had a monocle. Who made that, like, who made that uh, the supposed to be fact? I think, see, this is where I get a little freaky with it. Because there's you some look up obvious like crazy shit also. He, he has a cane. He has a top hat. Right. A right? suit. He's in so a- Mr. Peanut has a, ta- a cane and a pop hat and a monocle. Oh. And then you have other things that, like, other guys that have that swooping mustache well, that have just, monocles on all the time. You just assume. But I, I, the- I totally thought he had a monocle well, on. Well, you just assume a guy with a cane and a top hat would have a fucking monocle. Yeah. So, anyway, that's one. That's crazy. That Well... This got the name the Mandela effect because because that a lot of people think that Mandela died in prison. Right. That's where this all came from. There was a They distinct, remembered his tragic death in a South African prison. Yeah. But he obviously did not die in did prison. Did not die in prison. But like there's a a significant group of people that think that that's not him. Like if you ask, Hey, how did Nelson Mandela die? In prison. A lot you you if you ask ten people like nine of them say in prison. Yeah. Which is obviously false. In South Africa. Right. Not obviously like, I mean, to the mass majority of the world. But right. If you, ask 10, if you are walking down the street in South Africa and you ask 10 people, not, like a majority of them are going to say that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Yeah. That's just like, that just wasn't him. Right. All these years. Or there's some. Serving as president. So there, there, and there's another one that is kind of like the monocle guy, but it's just cu- curious. George have a tail? No, I think the majority of people. Yeah, that's right because we've gone over this. Oh, but we did go over this. Yeah, m- the majority of people think that- remember him having a tail, right? And he doesn't. He does not have a tail. So there's these different. Wear- there's these different like. It's because he wears pants. I don't. I don't. I does don't he wear remember. pants? I'll be honest. I don't remember. Curious George. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know George- well, you would think if. A monkey was wearing pants. There wouldn't be just a hole sewed in the back ready for his tail. Right. It would just be. Yeah, he definitely has no tail or pants. He has no pants or tail. No. Oh, well, I was wrong on that. He is full nude. I'll be honest. Oh. He's, a, he's an ape. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't. Have t- <laughs> okay. He's just a small ape. A very small ape. So there's these things that a lot of people hold to be true but are obviously false and you wonder how those like, things can like, be like how do you like it's I, do you think it's just like a miss connection with like I don't want to say like reality but just like just media I've just gone back and forth on it. Dave is very into the fact that like we're living in alternate universes and these things could be linked to um, some some type of like slipping in between these two universes, and this is a, a product of that. That's uh, not no. really my jam. I, I mean, I, if I'm being honest, I think it's just something that like it looks on the board game like he has a monocle, and then you put at the top hat and the mustache together, and you have all these other familiar images that have a, a guy looking like that that has a monocle on. Do so you, you just, just think it's just like all weird coincidence? Yeah, a lot of it probably. 
But like, how do you explain like a weird coincidence of like million? Not, I don't want to say millions of people, but a significant amount of people believing that one person died in jail when they clearly did not. Um, I would put that on that there have been a lot of great uh, leaders in Africa that have passed away in jail, or there's been significant leaders passed away in that or just yeah, like that sort of type of circumstance. Didn't Gandhi die in jail? Like shit, like that. Like people, like like misremembering, right? Well, it, well, it's crazy because like, is there? Any and then it becomes like a cycle, and it's passed down, and it's something that just. Well, does anybody know the true story? I mean, there is like, is wasn't Hitler found hung, hung himself? Was that how that happened? Like, is is there a story about Hitler on how he truly died? Or I don't know. I don't remember how Hitler really died. Is that what I'm asking? I think he shot himself. Did he shoot himself? I thought he hung himself. No, he shot himself. Yeah, he shot himself. Shot himself. Yeah. Okay. So that's like a guaranteed. Everybody remembers that. It's just like that's like you'd think like there'd be something like that for him or something like that. For know. Nelson Mandela? Yeah, yeah. Like for same thing for Hitler. Yeah, it's interesting. I wish we had a more of an expert opinion on it. About this whole theory thing. We just yeah. have our own dumbass ideas about it. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of bro science going back and forth. Well, I mean it's just crazy like how like like I guess it's kinda I was I was thinking like about it like just the access of media is like kind of an access of like uh, like some sort of like truth thing. Like yeah. you can kind of like like you can Google something, and like if you Google it and it comes up like that, like that's going to come up as fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. You or like people gonna, hold it as fact. Like if it, they like, see it on the internet, right? For the most part, like yeah. But like, I don't know how to put it. It's kind of like I don't know. I'm trying to find the word right words to say it, but it's it's coming up a little blank for yours truly. Are you trying to say that media can um, no, inform well, a populace no, no, no. Well, and I'm, be wrong? I guess what I'm saying is that, like, let's say when Nelson Mandela supposedly did die when he came out of prison, which was when? When did Nelson Mandela come out Bro, of prison? I fucking have no idea. I don't know either. Okay, so let's just say Mandela, Nelson Mandela came out of prison and... Like, what the, difference does it make? What I'm saying is that, like, if he died before the age of the internet, like, there was nothing to fact-check anything. What I'm saying is that, like, the internet There's, serves as, like, a fact-check fact check type thing nowadays. Is that, like, you can Google how did Nelson Mandela die. And it will tell you that he died not too long ago of whatever he died from. And you will automatically assume that that's fact. But before he died... But let's just say before he died, before the internet came about, then all what it was in South Africa, who that might not have had internet at all, it would have been all word of mouth. So a lot of all you hear from people talking about is how Nelson Mandela died in prison. Right. That's why I need more information about this. Right. I that, hear what you're saying. You're that's saying, what yeah, I'm saying. I hear you're like, saying. I hear what you're saying. You're so you're saying like, well, if like. It, it's an argument against what my thought is, which is coincidence. So you're saying like, right. like I understand now that like at the internet, blah blah blah. But at the time, like no one could fact check each other like that. Like there, there exactly. obviously had to be like a reason why people were had this idea that he died in prison. Right. So that was an effective technique. You Sorry. just okay. Sorry. Um. What I'll say to that is I need more information. Right. I need to know when this poll was taken of the people who fucking think Mandela died in prison. Right. 
Is it something that, that? Is it, it an uneducated sample size? Right. Because that's very possible. Right. Is it? So a, it could gr- be, is it a? Is it more of a, a country's belief that you know there's no way? Is it like a Tupac thing? Right. How Tupac? Like where people Tupac think could still be alive in Jamaica? That's one of those things too. Tupac ain't dead. He hanging out in Jamaica. Apparently that well, the, but that, that's my point. Right. It's like it, it's kind of superficial at the surface for me with this with this thing. I don't I don't buy into it as right. much as I buy into other things. I was I was talking to Dave after we got this conversation started right. at the wedding about how there are a group. Uh, this and this might be just. I'm not sure if this is factual or not either. To okay. be honest, but I heard we're, again we're not very good. We're basing a lot of this off of it. yeah. I heard this on a podcast or something, another podcast, that said that uh, there's an app out there that people are recording their dreams. By recording, I don't mean like videoing their dreams somehow, plugging into their phone. But I mean like when they wake up, they remember they dream, they write it into like a dream bank. Right. And then what's able to happen then if you get a certain amount of people doing this across the country, you get to collect big data. So you get to collect – you see a wide range of people – and their dreams. And what's happening is there's trends amongst dreams, which is fucking insane. Right. So large groups of people are dreaming very similar to not the same things every night. Right. Which could lead to That's be crazy. like That's there's like, like big events happening. Sure. And so you get people that are like going through like the same, same type subconscious of, right, same type of situations. Things. Or it could be more of that we're a lot more connected than we really think. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Um, there's, I don't know. There's just a lot of cool stuff with that. Um, another thing that was brought up, I brought this same Mandela. I love the how it starts all these kind of interesting philosophical conversations. But I brought it up today at lunch with a couple of coworkers, and uh, we started talking about wormholes. Ooh, okay. And like what a wormhole is, right? Oh, and I believe man. it was uh, the Cosmo show with um, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, this cat is out of control, bro. Like, he's fucking nuts. Wow. Bodie's out of, out of hand. He's yep. lost his mind. Yep. So, anyway, so a wormhole. Do you have a piece of paper? Um, Not on me, no. So, if you... I, I'm going to say this in the best way I can. So, if you looked at the universe, right, as like a picture frame or a piece of flat paper. Okay. Yeah, so if you looked at this board. Right. Now, a wormhole, they think... We're looking at a dry erase board. Right. Is where if you were to split this in half and fold it onto itself. Okay. 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 So now it's the same universe, right? Yeah. But it's folded. So there's one obviously one side and another side. Right. Well, there's one side and another side right. here. You're in the, yeah, I, yeah. But there's now there's two running parallel to one another. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. And then you say. stick a pencil... Or uh, drill a hole through both sides. Okay. So the hole is a gap to reach from one side to the other side. Right. Of reality, or just, yeah, yeah, just from one side. So that yeah. th- that they use that analogy to describe a wormhole. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. It's fucking intense. That's really interesting, actually. Because like, like if. I don't want to like read too much into it, but like, if you drill a hole into like a side of a paper, put a pencil or anything, like, is that hole like ever shut? Right. No. It's just like a constant wormhole. Well, you know, a wormhole is sucks in suns. Right. 
stars are suns. Yeah. And it disintegrates, World. breaks it down, <laughs> yeah. suns to the at- atomic level and shoots them through to somewhere. That's intense. That's intense. <laughs> that is so fucking intense. You know, beyond comprehension. No, yeah, that's, I mean, obviously, I don't even have the brain capacity for even remotely of that, like, compa- like of that fathom of how that shit operates. No fucking way. Dude. That's nuts. It's been, yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like we I need, don't think there's a word, we need, word we need to get Joe Rogan I think on we're here. talking about black holes. Joe Rogan, we need to get you on here, man. What's a black hole and a wormhole? Well, we need to figure it out. We need to enlighten us. I know what an man. asshole is. Hey. <laughs> 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 All right. Now we're talking. There's that 8% coming out. <laughs> Amen. Oh, God. I'm taking a sip. Looking back at it. Mm. Mm. I wasn't going to go there, but... Well, that works. Yeah. Either or. <laughs> so, back to that. No, we got to move No, back on. to... Okay, no. We, well, I we, guess... No, f- finish your thoughts. Did you have something I guess, no, I, I don't know. Just, just my, my thought about the Mandela effect. I don't know. It's just like this... I don't know. Because, like, in this day and age, like, how can you... How can one thing, like, you... Like I guess with just the internet, you can you know what is like you can you just know what's going on because like it, it gets everything gets leaked. You know exactly what's going. Like if you really wanted to go out there and find out what's going on, like in the world, I feel like you can find out what's going on in the world. Right. So, like to one side, think one or the other of like if it didn't happen or didn't happen to me just seems a little crazy. Because, like, there's enough, like, video evidence of anything on this earth anymore to where you can pretty much pinpoint anything that, I don't know. That's I just, just kind of my, th- I don't know. That's common misconceptions. I don't know. I, mean, I look at more of just, like, a, like a white and black scenario, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel more like it can be rooted in common sense. Right. Which might be, but... I, I don't know. I mean, I it's an interesting topic of discussion. I'm not denying that. I just think that there's common misconceptions in this right. world. No, yeah, and they can be derived from a variety of reasons. Um, but I mean, to say good. that we're living in alternate realities is pretty intense. That's pretty intense because, like, who knows if that's? I mean, it, it's not really not, not wrong. It, it's not. We don't know if it's wrong. We don't know if it's wrong or not. We don't know if it's right. Right. Everything's a possibility. Anything at this point's a possibility. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nothing but time to figure it out, I guess. Eh, not really. We don't have nothing but time, but got some time. I suppose we'll kind of figure it out at the end. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's another thing yeah, that's that you got to really, like. Ooh, does that ever, wow, like, you just wake yeah. up in the middle of the night, you're like, I'm going to fucking die someday. Okay. <laughs> what? Really? That doesn't freak you out? No. I'm I 27 about, fucking years old. I'm not Jay, dying. you need to take a serious, you need to smoke something someday and just sit down. And realize, hey, I'm going to die and someday. And you need to think about your eventual death. <laughs> because I, mean, like, it's I know at intense. some point I'm going to die. Like, You need to come face to face with it. My death? No. Yes. No, not your death as like a, my, like a you, I don't want you to get extremely hurt or anything like that. My eventual death? But you need to think like there's one guarantee that we face as human beings. Two guarantees. What's the other guarantee? Taxes. <laughs> okay. 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Uh, I know you're 100% right. Jeezy, criminy. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. All right. Taxes. <laughs> Taxes and death. Two yeah. things you can guarantee in life. <laughs> I was trying to get so real, and you just fucked me up. All sorry. right, so um, there's there's one thing you. But can... the, it is that's the most like legit thing that's ever going to happen to you, and it's something that everyone deals with, and it's something that like it blows my mind. My stepfather, who passed away this past year, has be Greg a, a on LinkedIn a recommendation to me for people to have more work, like give me more work. Okay. He basically has written on there, Brand's a good artist. He'll help you out with what you need. Right. Like, just give me a recommendation. Good person. That's right. what people do. Yeah, yeah. How many people have just commented on your wall on Facebook? Or, you know, yeah. and they're just gone now. But yeah. this permanent thing is here. That's not Just that. reminding me every day. He's there. He did that. We're a 9% battery. Speaking of death. Oh, we're gonna need a definitely gonna need a charger. Okay, un momento. Right. Four. I'll keep the. I'll keep it rolling. Keep us rolling. I'll keep us rolling, baby. Man, the rain's coming in. It's a pretty blustery night here in Columbus. It's been uh, Indian summer like. We've had high temperatures um, the last few days, which is nice. But I'm also ready for some PSLs and some. Some fire time and some uh, some chestnuts. What else comes with fall? Fall scented candles and the like. So as Jason gets his charger, uh, we can reminisce on the fall days that are ahead, which I can't wait for. But it is kind of crazy to look back on someone's life and to know that that at one time, whether how long, whether the circumstances of their death, you know, it's it's very individual on each case. But uh, it's it, it's crazy to think of the emotions that are you're going through at that time and the acceptance that you go through. As a student at OU, I um, studied health. I think it was like health like 202. It's like a general course at OU. Yeah. And it, one of the greatest things I learned in that class and in general there was that there the it was a process of grieving, which was really interesting. So there's this denial, anger. Um, there's a couple like different other ones, but the, the final stage is acceptance. And um, there's bargaining, I think is another one. But the final stage is accepting your position, knowing it's coming to end and then coming to a, a complete like comfort to it. Which is a bizarre... Yeah, tranquility. Like, can you imagine that emotion? Like, it's going to go... Today, like, this is that's it. why I get so upset with you the violent it. deaths that people go through when they're not ready. Yeah. When, after you've lived a hearty life... Because they're going through all of that. And you first, can't like, blame three, any of like, your circumstances uh, 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 other than on yourself. Yeah. The people that have to... That, that die violently or, like... In a, in a car accident or other things like that, you're like, wow, like I can't, I don't, like it's yeah, gonna it's, be so just taken, bizarre, yeah, it's a bizarre time. 
But we're all going to go through it, man. Thanks for bringing it down. Bringing it down a notch. Jeez. Well, luckily... We're in the gutter right now. Yeah. We got to pick it back up. We got to pick it back up. Well, we got to talk about Inception now. You want to talk about a deer kill? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can do that. So... Speaking of death. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of death. I brought on, the hammer down. Oh, Boston had a good... On a whitetail buck. Good weekend. He had a good weekend. I did have a great weekend. Let's talk about it, Brandon. You know what? You were there. You did it. Let's have you break it down. Where should I start? Well, Brandon, in case you guys are wondering, Brandon is... I got a bow. I'm a bow hunter. He's basically legless right now. For the most part, <laughs> yeah, for the most part I am. Kind of. I'm a, a legless in training. Yeah, he's getting there. So, right. what I'll say is I had a great weekend with my sister the day before. Yep. I took my niece and my sister out and uh, her friend out for a high State game. Um, we went to OSU, Indiana. It was uh, Addison's first game. I mean, just some badgering back and forth. A lot of fun with each other. And um, But it was a long day. The game didn't start till 3.30. I went to a home showing earlier that day in fucking Nelsonville. So I'd been up since 6, Ooh. driving, running around, coordinating, getting Caitlin to the fucking my house, then getting us to the game, then going to the game, dealing with a toddler. She's 6, but uh, a first grader at a game. Just a lot to take in, a lot to deal with, and um, but it was great. Left, all our phones died. Couldn't get an Uber. Finally, found a car um, that one of our friends had that we could take home. Took that home. Didn't get home till like eight thirty at night. Damn. So this was Saturday, and then I we I pack up. I'm like packing all my hunting gear up, like just like man, this is just couldn't get any worse. I was supposed to be at Cliffs by this time by mm. that that eight thirty mark. Yep. And I didn't end up getting there till 10.30. So I finally yeah. stroll in and eat, eat a little dinner and just in time to see, like, the end of the Miami-Florida State game. Go to uh-huh. bed. Next thing I know, it's 5.30 in the morning. We're up and fucking raring to go. So we pack up, get the camo on, get everything ready. Uh, we're hunting at a good friend of ours, Paul Krigo's farm. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Head out there. Uh, Cliff has leased this property from this uh, this guy. He's a farmer in Centerburg area. And um, so we get there uh, about 45 minutes before daylight. And we we start our trek out to the field. I'm like, Cliff, how long is this fucking walk? Just a little bit. Oh, he goes, oh, it's probably only like a 300 yards. It was 300 yards after the first two fields. And there was four more fields to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Made you walk a little bit. We walked through two electric fences, Jesus. jumping over them. And then we passed about, I would say, 20 cows that were all staring us down. It was so funny. They were staring us down like, what the fuck are these guys? Because before daylight, <laughs> we're at full camo, fucking right. bows on us. They're like, right. what are these creatures walking through the yard? What the hell is this Thinking thing? about living in an alternate universe. They're Jeez. like, what is happening? What the hell is this? What is this So thing? we start walking away, and all of a sudden we hear, and right. look back, and all of them are running at us. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we turn around, they, bro, they bro. The, as soon as we turn around, they go, boom, and like plant in the ground. I'm getting fucking rained on. You're getting rained on, man. Close her up. I'm getting full rained on. We we, we we got the windows open here in Grandview, but oh it's starting to trench all downpour. <laughs> I'm getting blown up in the B side right now. Sorry. Um, 
It's never good. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, it's we're never like, good thing to we got get fucking blown cows up. running at us. They stop. We eventually get out of the field. Fucking walk another about 15 minutes. Jump a, a buck out in the first field or one of the first fields that we pass. Get into our field that we're going to be hunting in. Jump two more fucking deer. Okay. And I'm like, this is pretty much the worst case scenario at this point it right. usually typically when you jump a deer walk into your stand mm-hmm. the fucking hunt's over right you might as well pack it in you were busted it's all over they're not going to get close enough to you to fucking Rest. hit them with the bow right so we persevere obviously we came all this way walked all this way we're like we're going to set it out until noon mm-hmm. or i think we said we were going to go to eleven thirty or so then pack it up and go get breakfast so cliff is filming my hunt Okay. Is what the, the the situation is. So we're at a ladder stand, which is what I'll be sitting in. But for Cliff to film the hunt properly, he had to climb the the ladder stand. Oh. Then he had a personal climber, which is a thing that you wrap around the tree and then you kind of scoot yourself up on. Right, yeah, it's like so a... it's no pegs. It's just you scooching yourself up right. on the tree in this seat, yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah. So he's up in this fucking tree and can't figure out all the straps because it's his dad, dad's climber. Oh, God. It's so fucking there's shit clanging off of fucking everything, wood scraping, and I'm just sitting at the bottom of this fucking tree stand like... Well, this is not working out well for me It right probably now. took him 25 minutes to get in this fucking Jeez. <laughs> the sun's out. <laughs> it's like, well... It, it, the sun wasn't out, but the horizon had changed, so you have orange peeking over the yeah, tops yeah. of the trees or whatever. Get, getting close. And so and everything's kind of turning to like this light blue color. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we get into the fucking tree, and I'm like, oh god! I finally sat down. Cliff situated, <laughs> and we'd probably been there. I, 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 my mental state was we just lose power. No, we a little flash, a little flash, a little flicker. We still good? Yeah, I think we're good on. We're good. Here. Yeah, we're good on here. Okay. I mean, this isn't gonna run off. It no, will no. run off that though. Right. Yeah, no. Right. This might get cut. If it gets sh- cut short, we're posting it no matter fucking what. <laughs> so Sorry about it. We'll just do it Do it to the lightning strike. So, uh, live. so I'm in this goddamn tree thinking nothing's going to happen. Literally 35 minutes later, Cliff goes, dear to her left. Dear to her left. I'm like, fucking, are you joking? He goes, big buck, big buck. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I literally thought he was joking. <laughs> like he was bullshitting me around. So I turn, and I'm, like, looking over my left shoulder, which Cliff's facing the left. And I'm looking over my left shoulder, and I see two just brown streaks going through the mm. through the woods. Like, I can't make out anything. We're sitting there, and I stand up. Ready to go. Get ready to go. Ready to go. And obviously very slowly, carefully, I didn't jump anything. Like, I was very careful about all these movements I was making. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to stand to get a proper stance for my bow. It's the first time you're ever shooting at an animal. Right. So I wanted to make sure I delivered a decent shot. Right, right. Anyway, so I'll speed up the story. Um, eventually, uh, the, there was two bucks. One ended up out in the bean field um, directly in front of me. Okay. And I go, Cliff, there's a buck out right in front of me. It was a little guy. Right. But he's like, okay. He gets his grunt call out. Right. Calls his buck over, sees the little buck out in the field, and he turns immediately, and he thinks that little buck's the one grunting. So he comes right into that little buck, mm-hmm. 
And so there's two two fucking deer probably right 65 there. yards out in front of me Ooh. in the middle of this bean field. Okay. And then he keeps walking in, keeps walking in, keeps walking in. Then suddenly at about 40 yards, he takes a turn to the right. And I am now full draw, which means I have my bow pulled all the way back. He's yep. at 40 yards. That's my clear space to shoot. It's my mm-hmm. limit to shoot. Right. I have my bow sighted in up until 40 yards. Right. And um, Cliff had stopped filming because he wanted to get the yards, and he goes, it's 38 yards. And I go, all right, I'll put my 40 pin pin on him and let it rip. And um, he makes – he's broadside to me, kind of quartering away. He makes another step, and Cliff just goes, and he pokes his head up, and I just let the arrow fly. Let's go. Smacked him. Woo! Boom. Down. (laughs) Wasn't down. That's the issue. Not down. Yeah, so the end of the story is I made a decent shot, not a great shot on him. I hit um, pieces of his liver and uh, a, one lung. And so we went and uh, went through and uh, so blood. Found, recovered the arrow, saw blood. It was a through-and-through through shot. There's blood all over the arrow. So he blood internally to death. Went and found blood trail. Found a big pile of blood that had uh, air bubbles in it, which represents lung blood. Um, and so we mm-hmm. decided at that time to back out because we said that's a dead deer. We sent it to every hunter that we knew. And, right. and they were like, what do, you, what do you think about this pile of blood? Right. All said lung blood. All said it's a dead deer. It's a matter right. of time. Right. So we go eat breakfast, come back later that day, start looking for the animal. And after that big pile of blood, literally 40 yards was the last little drop of blood we ever saw. Ooh, that's the sucks. trail went dry. Right. And it Damn. was devastating, dude. Like we looked we looked for almost six hours that day. Damn. We went in every direction and could not find him. It was to the point my toes and body were so sore I don't think I could take a nervous. I was like chafed. Toes were like crinkled Just in my boots. You know worse. how right. he's been walking for so long for and like grinding. Wet ground. Yeah, wet miserable. ground fucking we were miserable. in creeks and bottoms, fucking looking everywhere for this guy and could not find him. And I went from the highest of high adrenaline rush, like shaking, like you just, I don't know how to describe it other than like the first time you ride the top field dragster, you're so overwhelmed. You're at the end of it and you're like, what the fuck just happened? You did it though. Yeah. You did it. But it's like that, but like times five. Okay. It's like, like shaking like a leaf after you deliver right. a shot. Right, right, So. They call it buck fever. But anyway, so we couldn't find the animal. Uh, luckily, you know, we knew the surrounding landowners. We knew the landowner there. So we um, called off the search, um, ended up getting some food. Finally, we were so hungry. I thought we were going to die. Um, but we let notify them that we weren't able to recover them. And if they had seen anything to give us a call. So mm-hmm. at that point, I thought mm-hmm. it was over. Didn't okay. have any hopes. Um, the next morning we got a text from, uh, one of the landowners and said there were some crows. I think it was Paul actually. Uh, so there were some crow or buzzards flying overhead and they were circling in one particular area. Right. The next day we were able to go and Cliff found him and found him, found him and recovered him. Found so him. I was able to put a tag were, on his ass. Were you far off from search? About, um, he was down in the bottom that we thought he was in. Yeah. We were in that bottom, but we were probably 200 yards away Ugh, from sucks. where he was. That sucks. Um, yeah, it, it was tough. So you're relatively close. Relatively close. We just didn't make the big enough circle, I guess. Mm. 
Sucks. One of those things, man. It happens. And the Coyotes had gotten to his back half, and the buzzard had kind of got him a little bit. But by most respects, he was very well intact. And there you go. Tag him. Able to get the tag on him, make him a legal kill. And uh, we couldn't use his meat, but uh, it got some great memories out of it. Well, once it gets fucking awesome. Well, My well, first bow kill, first big buck kill. Well, there you go. It's fucking totally, totally badass. And Cliff couldn't have called called him in any better. I just want to tell the whole story because it's such a fun thing to dis- experience. For that the wasn't first the whole time. story? Yeah, that was the whole story. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I said I wanted to tell the whole story. No, yeah. No, it's, I, I just said, like, that wasn't the whole story. Like, you didn't. You left yeah. some things out. No. No, I that's mean, great. No, I it, did, but, yeah. I, it was good. No, yeah. it was good. Congratulations. So I'm I got, ex- got to take some pics with them and stuff, and it was it was fun. It was a Cong- fun fucking Well, Brandon, congratulations. Time. Can't wait till next year. Yeah. Now I gotta kill a doe to get that meat so we can get some of that jerky. Oh my god, some jerky. Love me some jerky. Deer jerky's the b- fucking best jerky around. I know. Finish Period. God, so good. It is so good. Yeah. So that concludes that story. Then uh that later that week, Cliff killed his big buck that scored at hundred and fifty six and an eight. There you um, go. which is pretty fucking bad to the bone. And um He's been looking at that son of a bitch for a while, huh? Yeah, Brutus. We named him Brutus. There you go. He had him pegged. It was hilarious. On the Sunday that I killed my buck, he went down and he goes, Brutus is dying on Thursday. You knew and it. He fucking died on Thursday. He, had he a, died on he Thursday. He had a pattern to a point where he knew the exact tree that he came out of. Good. Into the field. That's that's. And then <laughs> his buck only went 60 yards and fell to the ground. Right. Pierced his heart. So. That's it. <laughs> Pierced his heart. Honestly, an unreal shot. All right, Christopher. All right, so I this is a, another thing that's uh, we've been talking about on the conspiracy edge. What's I guess that? it's not a conspiracy. This would just be something. Who was it? Dave brought it up again. Yeah, in the group chat. Are we, well, it depends. Are we talking about Inception? Was it Dave or Pat? We're we talking about the Inception. Yeah. Oh no. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. What just happened was Bodie once again entered the room, climbed all of our podcast equipment. Jason had to forcefully remove him from the room and in turn nearly ripped his headphones and microphone to the ground. I'm good. <laughs> so I'm, good. I'm glad we're back. I'm good. But if you just wanted to talk, we'll talk. We'll just do like 10 minutes on sure. this. So this, I mean, Dave. Well, it's it's marked a pretty big debate. I don't know about debate. It sparked a pretty big conversation in our group chat about Inception in the movie, right? And he, the simple question was: at the end of the movie, is the whole thing a dream or a reality? Right. And I'm reading this interesting article right now. Okay. This is on MTV.com. Let's hear it. Christopher Nolan. Okay. Okay. So that's good. So we He's have the like, director, right? Yeah, yeah. He created the whole fucking thing. Debunks Inception theories, sorta. Okay. Explains the movie. Sorta. That's def- That's very MTV. So the first and most popular opinion, I believe, is that the ending is not a dream. It's not a dream. Um, we're all assuming that you've seen Inception. The ending of the movie well, is yeah. when he spins the top on the table and he's he just in, goes and goes. He's and in goes. the house that he built. Uh, in, in, in supposed reality and his two, his, it's, his two kids are playing in the 
grass. It is. It's, and it's it, supposed to be like a romantic ending. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be that he's back home, like right, like just it's not with even, his children, with his children, not dream, total reality. So that's what it's supposed to be. All right. So it says we'll start off with the simple ending is not a dream argument, which assumes that Cobb is telling the truth when he says that the spinning top can be used to separate waking life from dream. Mm. This gives Cobb a baseline reality. Nolan says then adds, but he's an untrust an untrustworthy narrator. Argument one debunked. Hmm. So what's this saying? Untrustworthy which assumes narrative? that Cobb Cobb so which Cobb is Leonardo. Right. Is telling the truth when he says that the spinning top can be used to separate waking life from a dream. Well, then also. So this is just saying that, like, the spinning top might not be the thing that even can tell if you're you're dreamy or you're awake. So that's not even a vessel to make the decision. That could be nothing. Yeah. That could be totally. That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. That's Like, that could be just, like, something. Well, well, was the next one that, like, it's an untrue narrative? That he's an untrue narrator. I'm sorry. Cobb was an untrue narrator. He said untrustworthy. Untrustworthy never. Because, like, apparently it's it's up to him who says that, like, oh, this is your totem. This is what describes if it's in Dream Who knows if he knows what the fuck he's talking about? Yeah. That's crazy, though. I don't know. I then was there, th- the next one, we got several to go through here. Yeah. The next one is just the ending is a dream argument where Sato honors Sato, Sato honors his agreement and he and Cobb build limbo to their reality together. Oh, okay. So Cobb goes back to get Sato and they're just like, fuck it. Let's just stay here and just build a reality, build our own reality. And he, Nolan says, uh, that's not how I would have read the movie. Yeah, I mean, so probably not. <laughs> That's kind of a dumbass, actually, thing, because how the fuck did they get back on the plane? Yeah. As a young man. Oh, yeah. As young men. Oh, yeah. Remember that fucking... I think that quote has a lot more to do with what... Fuck, I need to rewatch that movie. We did with the, the Japanese man? I think it might be... Honestly, I still might have it on rental right now. All right, Kaido. All right. Next, there's maybe it's a meditation on, on architecture argument. Hmm. All right, so there's a lot of focus on the architecture of cities and the houses the characters are in. That's true. But Nolan said, I wanted to show the potential for the real world to have analogies to the dream world. The maze-like city of Mombasa does that. He added, the film is about architects. It's about builders. Sounds like there might be a nugget of information in there. Hmm. That's true because Leonardo has to go through like a series of mazes to get away from the right well, from the, global whatever the old company he was working for he had to run away from. So he had to, like, fucking duck around and go through, like, a really narrow path and, like, a really fat path. And, like, just it was, you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. very maze-like to get back to where he was the whole time, the exit, or whatever the fuck it could be. Like, see, there's, like, so many, it's just so crazy. Like, it's, like, everything can mean something in that entire movie. Yeah. It's nuts. This is, like, one piece of crucial evidence. It's just, like, yeah. It's so crazy. I think that the whole, like, um... The part when they went, they were in Mubasa, and they or is it, is, it, is, it, is that what it is? Mubasa? I don't know. But when they were there, and they went down to like the, that basement, and they were talking about like how these people dream for five hours of day, Ooh. and they're just like, no, like they come here for reality. 
Like, this is, like, the real world is their dream. Like, the dream is their reality. They're there. Like, that's, like, they dream for, like, six hours, five hours a day, which is, which in dream life is, like, how many, I forget what they said in the movie of, like, what equivalent time is to dream life in real life. Like, five minutes gets you an hour. That's what it is. Yeah. So they dream for six hours in the real life. How many hours is that in dream life? Like, that's five minutes. I don't know. I can't do that math. No, I see what you're saying. That's how he ended well, up. I know, but that's just. The, the, I think that's that's a really crazy lifetimes. part. Like, yeah. that's pretty nuts. And like the dude called him out, and he was just like, he's like, who are you to say otherwise? Like he knew that DiCaprio was fucked up already. Right. Like he knew he was just, he's like, who are you to say otherwise? You were there for fucking ever, man. You were in limbo forever. But then like the whole story with the wife is crazy how it like there's a rumor that it's all just her dream the whole time okay remember someone brought that up Hold I on. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to read this. yeah you're trying to so so uh so it says the war the wired article references the fact that the phrase leap of faith is used over and over and suggests that it's an artifact of Cobb's subconscious. Nolan's response is, I don't think I'm going to tell you about this. Which is kind of interesting. Was that like- the article then mentions the way Mal questions Cobb's reality and thus forces us to question whether or not his, this reality is a figment of Cobb's imagination. And he says, for the ambi- ambiguity at the end to work, you need to see that Cobb's world and the dream world are very similar. And you need to doubt Cobb. There, well, I, Nolan said, there's a there's the top at the end and the fact that Cobb doesn't need to see whether it drops or not because he's with his children. Oh, the important thing is that Cobb's not looking at the top. He doesn't care. But as for the kids not aging, still wearing the same clothes, Nolan drew the line. The kids are not wearing the same clothes at the end. And they do age. We were working with two sets of kids, he said. I was gonna, I was, that is interesting about the aging. I didn't even think about that. Like the kids are the exact same age as when he left. No, to, they're saying no one's. No, I know they're but, not. What's that mean, though? Like it's not like they. Uh, he obviously wasn't gone for a significant amount of time between that dream of when they were playing the yard to when they were playing the yard when he got home. But they had aged. Well, apparently people said not. Like according to the blind eye. Like to to like to the normal viewer, it probably looks like they haven't aged. Obviously, if, if for that to be a question. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if that's a question, that's not something that's just, that just, like, one person came up with, like, oh, they haven't aged, so therefore that's completely a dream. Right. Like, obviously, they, like, look the same, but in no one's eyes, like, no, they aged. Like, oh, are you sure? I don't know. I, I know, get, It's a fucking hell of a movie. It's a, like... I'm going to have to watch it again this weekend, probably. It's crazy. It's a pretty... I don't know why we've been talking about this so much as a group, but it's kind of hilarious. I don't know why. We just got brought up randomly as discussion and just dropped in some, some serious... Some debates. Some debates of how it was... I thought it was an interesting debate of how it was her dream the whole time. Yeah. That was nuts to me. Just like, that kind of made a little sense to me, actually. Yeah. Which I hate because movies of, that are about... 
Oh, he was dreaming the whole time. Well, I think that's so fucking that's lame. That's such a cop out excuse for the yeah, most part. But it me crazy. in a movie about dreams, it makes that sense. feels not like you're not sure when they're in dreams and not in dreams. Right, it's acceptable. I just think it's kind of bogus. But if it was her dream, that's kind of interesting. That's interesting because, like, don't you feel like a lot of times when you're in a dream, I don't know if you remember dreams or not. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like the outsider looking in. You're not really even like. I first feel, person. Yeah, you're not in first person. You're just kind of there, like you just you're kind of watching things. I right. kind of get those dreams sometimes. I don't know about you. Yeah. That's just I have me. bizarre dreams. Yeah. Who knows? We'll keep that for another fucking podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean. All right. This is our first one back in a while. Welcome back. It's good to We're be back. We're an hour 40 in, so we might need to wrap it up. Yeah, we can wrap it up, man. Let's wrap it up. I, I got to hit the hay. We're, Big we're, day tomorrow. We're, we're going to get back to a norm, normal schedule because yes. we're, not, we're, we're, we're not done. Yes. We're, we're not done back. with this. We're we, coming. Just had, we had a little bit of rut with Pat having his uh, beautiful child, oh, Connor. Oh, yes, Connor. Welcome Connor, to this Connor, earth, Connor. Connor. So Welcome. Hopefully, Pat will be back in in the house soon. We'll, we'll get we'll get Pat uh, back we'll in here. We'll be back into more of a routine every now and then. Sure. Um, for now, it's just uh, let the good times roll. Jay is uh, waiting to start his new gig. Yeah. So it's just going to be um, it's going to be a lot more smooth sailing after we're out sure. of a more consistent schedule. It's going to be good. We're we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, we're definitely we're not done. Yet, any and up. hopefully we can do these at about six thirty instead of fucking ten thirty. Any up is not done, and we got bets to we got bets to follow through on. Follow through on first one of the first ones, November fifth. Oh, we're coming six. Up. It's we're coming down. It's going down. It's going down. We're gonna. I'm gonna paint something. We'll be doing fierce. a huge social media push on that. Yeah. By the way, we're yeah we gotta we'll do some blast uh, it. Our sorry for our Snapchats, guys. If you're on our Snapchat, if you follow us on Snapchat, we're gonna blow it up. So get ready for it. Go. This is how we do, baby. Me, tease me, kiss me, please me. I give it to you just how you like it, girl. You're now rocking with the best.
straight pound on my hip, Teflon on my chest. They say I'm no good, cause I'm so hood. These folks do not want me around. Cause shit might pop off, and if shit pop off, somebody gon' get laid.